Hallelujah. Amen. With a warm clap offering, let's welcome Bishop to minister to us. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. We give glory to God for another opportunity to come into his house on a privileged day like this. Um, for you to come to the house of God, I, th I say, God bless you. Because holidays, people hardly move. For you to move to be in the house of God is a great move. And may the Lord reward you accordingly. Amen. I want to thank God for the life of the apostle of the house, for this privilege accorded me to stand before you and share a few thoughts from God's word with the house. Amen. I didn't come with alone. I came with, a, with my son. Uh, I, I call him a son because he's a son. And uh, he's um, my son-in-law, so he has to follow me to where I'm going. He has no option. And to come with me today. So, we are in for the Holy Spirit to tell us something tonight. I have come to a place in my life, I'm not interested in exciting people anymore. Because at 60 something, then you know that. Um, if God shows you mercy upon mercy, uh, you may go further, but I don't want to live to be 100, so I don't want to go too far. Amen. Um, I saw my father at 99, and uh, it wasn't very interesting. Hallelujah. So for me, 90-something will be fine. Hallelujah. And when you are 90, what will you do? What exactly will you do at 90? Um, my father is coming, he walks so slow, you have to hold his hands. He said, don't hold my hands. Then he's walking very slow. You have to be patient for him. I want to be strong and agile when my time comes to go, but at least 90 par there. We should get some, hallelujah. At 60 something to 70, I believe that is a prime time to think about legacy. Think about what you will leave behind in the kingdom of God than to seek to excite people. And, and though, if those we came to meet are no more here, then one day we will also not be here. But we'll be mindful of the fact that this kingdom is a growing kingdom. We came to meet it at a certain level when the time of our exit comes, may the kingdom we met be stronger than we met. And so this um, evening, I'm trusting the Spirit of God to communicate what God has whispered in my heart with this house, particularly with the men. I'm saying, if you are born and you realize that you are not a woman, but you are a man, then brace up and sit up because a lot will depend on you. You become a foundation even to the family you belong to. Um, your wife will be the one who symbolically will come from your side 
and your children will be the ones who will come from your loins. So they all came from you. And if they all came from you, then you must be strong enough to sustain that home and to make that home a godly home, a thriving home, and a home that would impart something to the next generation. I know I'm talking plenty right now. And so when it comes to talking to men, it's important because even in the kingdom of God, if you look at the examples that is passed on to us from the patriarchs, you know that a lot of roles were played by men. That is not to say women cannot play any role because in the ministry of Jesus, we see women being liberated to do something for God. But the, in, but the incoming of women seems to have put men to sleep. You look at women fellowship, it's more vibrant. I don't, know, I don't know about here, but where I belong to, women fellowship is more lively than men fellowship, which is an indictment to our authority as leaders in the house. Today may God by his spirit whisper a word to you. Today may God by his spirit draw you closer to a place that he wants you to be than the place that you have been. Roll your sleep, get ready for a greater work, um, a deeper input, a deeper level of commitment in the works of God. I pray that you will never leave here the same. Well, I want to share what I've captioned, man have a ministry. I don't know what, what that communicates, but man have a ministry. If there's any man close to you, tell that man have a ministry. Amen. Because I know, I know in, in a church like this, where you are taught, you are taught well and uh, instructed, most men do better than some places. But that, I believe, put aside, we still have to carry ourselves to a greater place of work. Father, spread your wings over this gathering Breathe one more time into our setting. May we never leave here the same. Let the wind that rushes into your house, as we have gathered, rush into this place. Touch every life here. Put upon us cloven tongues as of fire. And God has set us on our feet to do the works you've committed into our hands. Be glorified, most high, in Jesus' name. And amen will be well placed. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 to 2. 1 Corinthians, let's start with that one. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 to 2. The Bible talks about the fact that I'm still waiting. Let a man so consider us as servants of Christ and what? Stewards of the mysteries of God. That is verse 1, verse 2. Moreover, it is required of stewards that a man be found what? Faithful. In, in the King James, I don't know why I like King James, but it looks like anytime I come here, they like the new King James. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let a man so account of us as of the what? Ministers of God. Christ. The new King James said what? Steward. Nah. As servants 
So you realize that the word ministers can also be translated to what? Servants. So if I'm saying a man have a ministry, I'm saying find a place to serve in the house of God. Find a place to be, I don't want to use the word useful, but to serve. It is not enough to come to church and go home. And if there's a woman here and your man is not here, please tell him, find a place. Because it helps for the upbringing of the children. It gives our next generation a better example. And, and I know when men are in service in the house, it's, it impacts the children better than a man who only goes to church and goes home. May our men be different. Hallelujah. If you are a minister, that means that you are in service. Servants of Christ, ministers of Christ. Then it says we must be stewards. That means that whatever God commits into our hands is not by our own um, experience or something. It's the grace of God imparted unto us. And we must be stewards of God's mysteries very well. Amen. In another scripture I want us to consider is in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. I have, I hope I'm right. This is not what I'm looking for. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of what? Is of God. Verse 6 Who also have made us what? Able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter. But of the spirit, for the letter kill it, but the spirit give it life. We are not going to be made, we have been made. If you are saved in this New Testament church, then we have been made ministers of the New Testament. Being made is a position, but we aligning ourselves to that position is a decision. We have been made not just ministers, but ministers who are able to do that which we are being taxed to do. Amen? If you're supposed to follow up somebody, encourage somebody, admonish somebody in the Lord, it's something we are able to do. We can do it. We can do it. We must do it because we've been made so in this New Testament period. Amen? Serving God is a decision you make. If you be a minister to serve God in the house of God, you must decide to do so. I believe that it comes from a desire to a decision. If any man desires the office of a bishop, I pick that scripture um, carefully because I'm not saying become a bishop. But I'm saying that you, you must desire to work for God. 
if any man desires to do something for God, he must take that decision. It was Joshua who said, choose ye this day. Choose, decide whom you will serve. Serving is a choice you make. I choose to serve God in this capacity. I choose to serve God in the music industry or music ministry. Let me use the word ministry. This is not the industry. This is the ministry. Amen. Industry is in the world. Here we do it to serve the Lord. Amen. In the music ministry, that means that I will use my time. I will use my talent, my gifting, my energy, my resources to ensure that music in this house become better. I want to serve in the counselor's ministry. I want to make it available and ready that anytime there is a soul, there's someone to sit with the soul for altar counseling or for whatever we need. I want to be part of the prayer outfit. As a man, lead my voice in church and pray for the success of the ministry. And that is a role somebody must play. It shouldn't be left to the younger ones. May strong men show up. So that young ones will know that there is order and sanity in the ministry of God. And when they come and see strong men lifting up their voice, kneeling before the Lord, crying before the Lord for this ministry to stand, young men will pick from what the big men are doing and also follow suit. Are you still here? So it's important we understand that we must decide, choose. Sometimes, unknowingly, we don't even decide, but we choose to serve other things. And we spend all our time sometimes on football. I hope I'm not talking about you. I came to talk to you. If it's happening to be like it's about you, then may the Lord guide us. Amen. There are people that went Ghana blaster, as it is today. Breaking people's heart is playing and it collides with church time, they won't come to church. They are not in this church, they are in other churches, especially where I am. And people like that. But may your first love be to Him, not to any other person, not to any other event. May God be the one who occupies the first place in your life. Give Him the preeminence. May God occupy the first place in our lives. And by so doing, first place, even in our ministry, that if we have to do something for God, that comes first than any other thing. I, I love it when husband and wife are all in ministry. So when they are going, they are all going. They all understand what they are doing. That is one of the reasons why I admonish, if you have to marry, marry from the church. So that we all understand the agency of what we are doing. Not a place in other places where they say this is for the clergy, this is for the laity. And so the laity only comes to receive. But we are in a ministry where everybody is a minister. We are royal priesthood. It's not left for a small band of people. We are all in ministry, correct? Only that God has set apart certain gifts, uh, uh, gifts of persons. Some to be apostles and prophets and teachers and evangelists and pastors who will equip the saints for the saints to do the work of the ministry. Am I speaking to somebody? 
So the work of the ministry has to be done and has to be done by saints. In my little understanding, when Paul was writing to the saints, he, writing some of his letters, he called them saints. They had not died. In some, some jurisdiction, you have to die and they look at your works and then they, they, they tag you a saint. But you must be a saint if only you have Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Are you still here with me? And so if we are saints in the Lord and Paul was talking to them, then Paul is talking to us too. To ensure that we make time and make ourselves available for ministry. Amen. Whilst we are still alive, may we do the work of God. Do something for God. Spend your time for the Lord. Serve the Lord with all your heart, passion, all your, your, your strength, all your mind. Serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. Serve the Lord whilst you have strength. Don't wait till you are 85 and say, I'm on pension now, I have time for God. No. Whilst you have energy, apportion your time and give God your strength. Don't give God your leftovers. That's why I'm excited. I decided to serve God very early. And it's never too late for anybody. Today, if you hear his voice, make yourself available. Look for somewhere. If you are not sure, talk to the pastor. Pastor, I want to serve. Where do I serve? May another man be available who will get close to another man. Who will pick his hand and bring him on board into service in the house of God. When the new person comes, may there be another man readily active for the work of God. Who is in ministry, who will pick the hand of a new man in the house and guide the person, navigate his way into ministry. And I know tomorrow they will never forget. Because you never know who you are impacting today. Tomorrow they will grow, become pillars. And you'll be proud you invested into their lives. And amen would have been a better place. Amen. And so if we pick this further, in 2 Corinthians 5, oh, do we read this one? Let's do Charlie, the time. 2 Corinthians 5. Well, 13 to 15. Paul is saying, for whether we be beside ourselves, what does the new King James say? Whether it's the same thing. The word beside ourselves means that we are, we are crazy. Whether we behave like we don't think right, and Paul is making a point. Sometimes you, you get so sold out to the work of God that somebody will think, are you not reasoning? You don't have anything to do. Monday church, Tuesday church, Wednesday church, everyday church. And Paul is saying, whether it looks like we are, okay, which one is that? If we are out of our mind, as some say, it is for God. May we be crazy for God. And somebody ought to be crazy. So sold out that they won't understand you. 
at home you are praying. From prayer you are in your Bible. If out of Bible you are going to follow up somebody. As you are not following up somebody, you are encouraging somebody on the phone. You are in church. When they close church, you are not the first to leave. You are about the last to leave. To ensure that somebody who came in you has gotten someone to relate to him and to have a chat. And in doing all that, you know strongly that you are imparting somebody with your very life. And you are not pursuing, as it were, only money. Money, we need to pursue money. But may money be put in the right perspective. To know that the soul of a man is valuable than any other thing. Any other thing. I'm sure you are, you, in this church you know that. And Paul is saying, if we are crazy, let's be crazy for God. Yes, yes, yes. It is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. So we can be crazy for God, but sometimes for some new people, younger people, we manage our craziness. So they won't think we are really, really like crazy. So we, we balance up and, and put controls on so that they will know that we have, our, we have our caps on properly fitted. Amen? But when all is said and done, be sold out. Be a man who is sold out. Not, not, there are so many men who are sold out to things like a castle folk, football, Kotoko, some are Manchester United. They are so crazy. But may we be crazy for this J, J Christ. Hallelujah. Let's be crazy for Jesus. Let's be crazy for the Holy Spirit. Let's be crazy for the Father. Let's be crazy about his work and that which is committed into. Let me run. Let me run. Let me run. In, 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 in Matthew 6, 24 to 26. Matthew 6, 24 to 26. I believe that he's talking about uh, no man can serve two masters. For somewhere there he says, you, okay, let me see what he says. For either he would hate the one and do what? Love the other. So love is thrown in there into serving. And if you love, you can serve better. How many of us love God? I'm sure every hand will go up. <laughs> like Jesus serving out and asking Peter, do you love me? He said, yeah. Second time, do you love me? He said, yeah. Third time, do you love me? He said, fine. Then Jesus said, if you love me, prove it. Show it by teaching somebody. Show it by doing what? Feed my lamb. Then feed my sheep. Then feed my sheep. So the feeding progresses. When they are toddlers, we are feeding them. When they are growing up, we are feeding them. When they are mature, we are still feeding them. May there be somebody in your life like that. Who you are feeding today to grow up. And even if they are grown, they still come back to you for some references. And you can still call them and, and check on them and correct them in one way or the other. And, and this is what God is saying. If you love me, it should be evident in your life. If you love somebody, serving that person would not be a struggle. It was Jacob. Is it Jacob? Jacob. He married two wives. Rachel and, uh, I hope I'm right, and Leah. And, and, and he served for seven years and was given Leah. And for the love for Rachel, he said another seven years. 
so that he can get what he loved. And it was like no service at all. May we be crazy about God. That when it comes to the things of God, we are running, keeping God's house up for ushering work to keep God's house in order. We are running like we know what we are doing. If it's about small groups, leadership, we are running about it. If it's about administration, whatever you do in the house of God, let's do it as unto the Lord. But for me, I came today to tell you that as you serve God with your gift, with your knowledge, what you learned at school, with everything that you have gathered in life, growing up, all that God has endowed you with, gifted you with, your, 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 your gift skill or set or whatever you call it, and all that you give your time to it, you give your energy to it, you give your resources, you can serve God and get home and you know that you are tired because you have done something for God. Amen? Amen? May we shift from Sunday church, come to church, sit down straight and close and go. What kind of joke is that? May we shift from that kind of thing. It is not right to only to belong to the body of Christ and you only show up on Sunday, close, carry a Bible, give an offering and go home. You are a baby. You are not, there is nothing on your shoulder. The, the, the father cannot put a burden on you. It's a pick from among them uh, leaders you will pick and I'll come and take the burden of you or the spirit and put it on them so they will bear the burden with you. There must be people in the house who bear burdens with leadership. I, I, I know you're a big man. I know you went to the best of schools. Some of us, the schools we went to here has no name. Some schools are named schools. I was hearing a discussion on television the other day. And that, that, the guy was saying, uh, Premier College is a college. The other ones are schools, senior high schools. This one is a college. He said, look at this talk. Ay, 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 ay. I started trouble already. <laughs> Let me guess. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Who said this? Let me come to the person right now. <laughs> so, what, what, is Achimota a college? So, they don't measure up to Prempe? Uh, okay. You live long. You will live very long. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, just, just semantics. Let's, let's, let's go into The point I'm making is that no matter where you schooled, let this assignment be more important to you. It is in Revelation chapter 14, verse 13. That means, that talks about what? Uh, Blessed are those who die in the Lord from henceforth, for they shall rest from their labors, and their works do follow them. The work that will follow you is not Kingsway stores. I use Kingsway stores because I worked in Kingsway stores. So I can talk about Kingsway stores. I work in Kingsway stores, Central Accounts Department, CAD. That is not what will follow you. What well, if you are there, be there, be faithful there. Let that place be an ambassador of Christ there. But understand that you must be working for the kingdom and what you do for Christ is what will follow you. Amen? And I pray that, I know, I, look, I, I, I was very young when I, I moved to God. I was very young. And I thought that 60 years was far away. It has come. Now when they mention 70, you, 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 you are worried a little bit. Because when you are 70, Charlie, 60 years are retired, but 70 years are 
may God put grace on you so that you will still be working and still be impacting lives whilst you are 70 years. And I pray that get the momentum now. Don't wait till you are 70 before you're now starting to get, get movement. Get the movement. The wheel must be running now. So that when you are 70, it's still going on. And people will look for you to, for your counsel and for your blessing. Because they have seen what you have accomplished in the house of God. Amen. Don't just be in church and in your asshole. That's what they say. I go to church. Be church. Do ministry. Don't go to church. Be the church. When the pastor wants someone to do something, may, may your name come to mind. When he turns his neck, may he see you. Not those that only came. If it's not time to close, they are gone. And it's not once. It's the, it's the way they do it. Graduate from that angle and come to a dimension where you now spend your time for the service of God. Because you know that that which you do for God is what will follow you. And as I talk to men, I talk to women too. Amen? Let me push this. Let me push this. Let me push this. If there's a work for the ministry, a work of the ministry, it has to be done. And in every church, there is work that has to be done. I asked ask myself questions. Something is going on in church. As if nobody sees it. And you see it, and you ask, all the people in front, are they not seeing this thing I'm seeing? And nobody talks about it. I'm not talking about those in front here. Those in front, they are, they are, they are holy. That's why nobody sat in front here, but it's okay. You know. But, but I'm saying, may we have the same burden with the set man and feel his heartbeat so that even when he says it, we run with it and his word doesn't fall to the ground. Amen? Am I making a point at all? So, if the work of the house must be done, it takes saints to do it. It takes believers to do it. Let's, let's look at the scripture if it's the Ephesians 4 12 I know it's a familiar scripture equipping the saints for the work of the ministry equipping the saints now, now I said one scripture now you have stayed in NIV why? Uh -huh. for the perfecting of the what? the saints for the work of the so you don't have to die to do the work whilst you are alive do something. When it's prayer meeting, be inside there. When it's all night, be inside there. You may be 70, stand on your feet, be on your knees, whatever posture you have. Be doing it for someone younger in the Lord to be seeing you. Tired, yes. You went to work, you are tired. You work at Kingsway stores, you are there in the management, leadership, you are tired, yes. But you are also needed to be a good example in the house of God. Amen? For the edifying of the body of Christ. I'm talking plenty. Let me push this. In 2 Corinthians 5, 2 Corinthians 5, 18, 19, and 20. Let's pick it one after the other. 18. 
For all the things, for all things are of God. Who hath what? Reconciled us to himself by. Are you angry with me already? And hath given to us the ministry that reconciles men to God. He has given to us. Have you received your own? Have you taken it up? This ministry given to us. To be given is one thing. To receive is another thing. But may the people in this house take up the ministry of reconciling men unto God. I like verse, verse, this is verse 18. I like verse 20. That in the ministry of reconciliation, he has committed unto us. And now then, we are ambassadors of Christ as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead. Be on. No, no, we read 18 before. Correct? Or 19? And then let me go to 19, Joe. Uh, to wait that God was in reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their... So in, in 18, we saw that he has given unto us the ministry of what? Reconciliation. Then in 19, he says, uh, unto them and had committed unto us. The ministry of reconciliation is given to us and in that ministry he has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Besides, okay, okay, I'm born again, I'm working in the house, may you also be a speaker of the word that reconciles men. May you have grace, may you be anointed to sit down with a new, with a new convert and have a, and share with the person and may the person hear grace from that which you carry which you are imparting by words and is sinking home like heavenly directed words from the heart of a man and somebody will capture it and live with it and run with it for the rest of their life because you sat down with them may you receive that word of reconciliation committed into your hands and may you use it and impart it into many lives this year may somebody receive the word that would reconcile them back unto God this year may somebody who is struggling in their walk with the Lord I'm not consistent in church may the word from your mouth set them on their feet that they will never struggle again because they heard the word from a vessel prepared to be used by God. May you prepare your vessel. Prepare yourself in prayer and in fasting and in timing with God so that when you release a word, spirit backs it. And the word you speak will not only be word, but there will be spirit and there will be life. May, 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 may that be true in your life. Am I speaking to somebody? So we see a ministry of reconciliation. We see a word of reconciliation. Well, I'd like you to look at the next verse, verse 20, which says, is there, push it. Now then we are ambassadors of Christ as though God did, not, did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's head, be ye what? So there is, in the ministry of reconciliation, there is a word of reconciliation 
And there's a prayer for reconciliation. We pray you be reconciled. We pray you be reconciled. May there be somebody in the church that you are praying to be reconciled. You are praying to be established. You are praying to be committed. Am I speaking to somebody? So your prayer is only about you and my wife and my children and my shoe and my, and my shirt and my house and my roof, but also about God's work. Somebody to be reconciled. Somebody be reconciled. Somebody be reconciled. Somebody be established. Somebody, somebody should stop backsliding and become planted in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah to Jesus. Okay, let me, let me, I think I've spoken for too long. So, it's important that we, we, we take note of that. In John 6, 35 to 39. John 6, 35 to 39. It says what? No, no, John 6, 38 to 39. Just two verses. That, I'm sure the 35 scared you a little bit, but let's make it short. For I came down from heaven, who is speaking now? I'm sorry, it's Jesus. Not to do my own will, but the will of him who has that sent me. I'm sure Emmanuel Akon wanted to be an accountant. I knew that for sure. And I'm saying, don't, follow, don't do what I'm, I did. You can still be an accountant and serve God better. Right, but don't let the accounting rob God from what He's supposed to do for Him. If that is what will happen, then throw away the accountancy and serve God. Because one day, when there will be honor in your life, it will come from your serving God. Some people have done medicine and they put it aside and they are serving God. Some have done law. Okay, Jesus. Shut your mouth. Hallelujah. All right. Point I'm making is this. Whatever you do shouldn't stop you from serving God. So you might be a minister of state. Serve God. And don't throw. I'm not saying because of serving God, don't become. We need more ministers of state who are Christians. We need more doctors who are Christians. We need more lawyers who are Christians. We need more engineers who are Christians. But in your bid to do that, may the kingdom not suffer. The kingdom not suffer. I have my will, but may the will of him that sent me be paramount. And his will is clear. As my father sent me, so sent I you. And the father sent him to do what? To seek and to save the lost. I've told you in this hour before, that Christ's priority was not just that we will go out with his name and heal the sick and cast out devils. <laughs> and to make the victory on the cross of Calvary be pronounced in the world. I believe that that is fine. That is fine. But I believe Christ's priority was first to raise an army. So he prayed in John chapter 17 somewhere that the work you gave me, I have finished. He has not gone to the cross yet. But he said, I've finished the work. Because he has raised an army who when he goes to the cross and releases power and the Holy Ghost come, they can be empowered. And they can go and pro propagate the gospel. I believe the work of the church is raise an army. May our men be part of that army. 
men who know what they're about, men who are in vanguard positions, men who have influences, men in the office who are respected. May you also be a voice for God, be an oracle for Yahweh, so that wherever you go, people are drawn to the Lord by the influence Christ has placed on you. I pray that somebody hearing my voice today will never be the same again. In the name of Jesus, you will be available. Put aside your will and do the will of him that sent you. I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished. No, no, you are going, okay. This one I just threw it in. Take it out. You are right. You live long. You, you are a very good person. Whoever is behind the machine, that's fast. Amen. He prayed this prayer before he prayed John nineteen thirty or so. Pray this prayer. Hallelujah. I said Hallelujah. We didn't read John 6.38. We did? 39, please. John 8.39. It's in the Bible. John 8. I said you live long, so don't do this to me. <laughs> all right. So, 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 having said all that, is the machine frozen? Both sides. Who has it? Read it for me if you have it. Yes, shout it. This is the will of the Father who sent me. All he has given me, I should lose nothing. Uh -huh. So if Jesus said he had the will and not his will, None are kind. That's what you read. If Jesus said, no, it's 6.30, is it? Nine. 6.39. What he put on is what, eight? Be careful, oh. If Jesus said he had a will, which was different from his father's will, therefore he put aside his will, and he said, not my will, but thine will be done. Seriously, it's in prayer that we can exchange wills and get so many he said not my will but thine will be done and he was into prayer for three hours so that the will of the father will be done point i'm making is that there may be things you want to use your life for but if it conflicts with what god wants to use your life for please make adjustments and let god have his way amen i'm not saying don't work i'm not saying don't make money I'm saying in the midst of all that, make time for God. Amen. Amen. If you're a man and you go to church twice a, a month, because some even say, oh, I'm so busy, I have to rest. Rest? But like seriously, rest? A time will come, you rest. Ah. I, mean, I don't want to rest, though. I want to push. I want to push. Because it was one of my friends who said, No, here for you, I have fable. Oh, here for you, I have fable. What can you hear? May we be wise. Amen. And said, This is the will of the Father which hath sent me, that all that he has given me, I shall not lose any of them. May the people God brings your way, may none be lost. He prayed in John 17, 
but those that you gave me have kept. In church where I pastor, I'm trusting God to raise keepers. Keepers. People who don't only come to church, but keep the flock. I'm trusting God for 100 keepers. They will move the number to 150 keepers. One day I trust in my lifetime we will have 1,000 keepers. People who keep the people. May you be a keeper. Those that you gave me have kept. May those that God brings your way. May none be lost. And some of them will be lost by, by the way we talk. This church cry. We don't close early. This church cry. The pastor. Uh, what do I say? Wisdom Lord. <laughs> the pastor. Some people say. I travel too much. I said, <laughs> I agree with you. But it is when I travel that I have time to, to lie down long and to pray for long. So when I come, I come fresh. And I need it. Otherwise, I'll rest. I know my, my dynamics. So if I have one month, two months in a year to exit and come back more prayed and more read. I'm not as smart as you who can still be reading and praying and still be on the job. I need some time to step off and do long prayer. Say long prayer. Because then you don't have to go anywhere in the morning. You, morn you wake up, you have to go somewhere shortly, you come back, continue praying and reading your scripture. So I say, if I go, it's better for you. That's what I wanted to say. Amen. But may people, may you not talk to younger believers to bring them down because sometimes what you tell them weakens them. Amen. One man of God said, when he meets your children, the way they run to him or stay away from him tells him how you are, he's discussed in your house. Not this church I'm talking about. I heard it from I heard one of the things I was reading. He said, when your children meet him as your pastor, and they don't run to him, daddy, daddy, daddy. And, and they stay away and look at him some way. They are hearing things. But may God help us. May God help us. We are human. We will falter here and there. But may we correct as we go on. So that we will build something that edifies the Lord. I've spoken too long today. Let me chip this in, then I'll let you go. That's, that's not a promise, though. Second, is it Second Thessalonians or First? Let's try Second Thessalonians two eleven. If it doesn't work, we'll change it. Do First Thessalonians two eleven for me. As you know, how we what exalted and. Uh, those three words are key. Exhort, comfort, charge. As a father does his children. May our men be men who, and here he's not talking about physical children, correct? But he used us. And Paul is saying, for ye know how we, and Paul never had a biological child, correct? 
But he could still call Timothy my son. May they be sons you raised. Amen. I will say this quickly. If my three children don't, don't make it to Christian life, it's a waste of time. That's why all my three children must make it to Christian life. And serve God and be signposts to kingdom. And have ministry for kingdom. Well, we wish other things would have come with it, but trusting God is still not over yet. Amen. But I pray that you will be a father to somebody, spiritual father. I think one thing the church must be looking at, and that's me, my message for this year raising spiritual parents is my message. If you invite me for your church, I will preach that message. Here I've privileged preaching it. That's it. We should even raising church goers. We should raising people who will grow up to become spiritual parents. In verse 7, he said, in verse 7, if you can backtrack, in verse 7, normally by now I'm close, you know. Today you go home very early. But we were gentle among you, even as what? A nurse cherished her children. In normal language, nurses don't cherish, they cherish their patients. So the word there is not a nurse, but a nursing mother. Correct? As a nursing mother cherished her children. May the mothers here be spiritual mothers. Who will nurse spiritual children. And bring them up in the Lord. And Paul is using the same language in verse 11. And he says, as a spiritual father, may you have a heart of a father. The way you are patient for your children, and you have to be patient for your children. The way you are patient for, may you be patient for another person who is your spiritual son. And may you raise them to become like Timothy and be able to tomorrow pastor a church at Ephesus, a church at, uh, and Titus was in Crete. He was also a son of Paul. May God give you spiritual children sons and daughters who will be nursed. And if you're a man and you are nursing a daughter, if it's not going to go well, they don't. A word to the wise. And let the women nurse the, the, the women and then the men. But if you know you can manage the two fine, or manage it together with your wife, so that there will be no casualties. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us that we will not fail him as men in our generation, that will have an understanding, a certain understanding. May you leave this room with a certain understanding. Amen. Understanding is not by what you hear. Understanding is what, by what the Spirit of God inspires. When people have gone to school, they are professors, they don't think correct. Some of them even write against smoking, but they smoke. They are not correct. There is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth him understanding. May the Spirit of God tutor you with a certain understanding to know that nobody can stop me from paying my tithe. I, I will pay because I have an understanding. Nobody can stop me from praying the way I pray because I have a certain word, understanding. Nobody can stop me from going to church when it's time for the believers to gather because there's a certain understanding that has been whispered into my system and is staying with me. May you live here with understanding that it is, your, it is to your benefit 
to make time to serve God and be an example in the service of God and in the kingdom. Am I speaking to somebody? Matakari. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In 1 Corinthians 4, 1, 2, it says that having received this, no, it's 1 Corinthians 4, 1 and 2, it says that what? what, what? Stewards that a man be found faithful, correct? And required of stewards that. Well, give me verse 1. Verse 1. We read it earlier. Let a man so account of us as ministers of Christ and of stewards of the ministry of God. Verse 2. Very good. Moreover, let it is required in stewards that a man be found what? May the men in this house be faithful. In 2 Corinthians 2 2, 2 Timothy 2 2, Paul said, The things you've heard of me among many witnesses, 2 Timothy, please. The same commit thou unto what? Faithful man. Faithful man. Faithful man who shall be able to what? Teach. So teaching new believers is key. Teach. The Great Commission is, is embedded on teaching. If you use the King James rendition, go to the word and teach. Then he goes to verse 20, teaching them to observe. All things. If we, we only raise people who come to sit down and listen, we are not doing well. May our men be teachers. Faithful men who shall be able to teach. May our men be like that. Faithful men who will be able to teach. Not teach from the pulpit. <laughs> so let's do roaster. So next week is my turn. That kind of thing will not help. May we regularly hear the voice of a father for direction. I'm not saying all the time, but regularly. But the, the teaching you were talking about in, in Great Commission is not in church. It's on one-on-one. -on -one. Teaching for the one to do, to observe. If I'm speaking, help me with an amen at least. It will encourage me. First Corinthians, Second Corinthians 4, 1. Having received this ministry, we faint not. In, along the line, some things will happen. You can be discouraged. Sometimes if I'm your pastor, I may even offend you. But don't faint. Because this one, God will be the one who will reward you. So even if I am your pastor and I offend you, don't stop it. Continue doing what God has called you to do. Amen. Let's read my last scripture. I promise you, this is my last. 2 Corinthians 8.24 2 Corinthians 8.24 2 Corinthians 8.24 Wherefore show ye to them and before the church the proof of your love. If you love God, prove it by doing ministry. Prove it. The proof of your love. In other words, the proof of your ministry. Amen. Don't faint. Prove your love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Medow, Medow, Namasumu ye, Medow, Medow, Namasumu ye, Mede Makoma, Nina, Medow, Wona, ye, Mequa. Medo, yes, we, Medo, 
Medawo Nama Sumu Ye Medawo Ahmedo Ah Nama Sumu Ye Medi Akuma Ninara Mitiasia, Mitiasia, Lekete kere katoza brandela. We want to pray on First Timothy 1.12. I want it on the screen and we want to pray that scripture that God put me into this ministry. And I thank God, I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who had enabled me by your prayer tonight receive some enablings by the spirit enabled me for he counted me what faithful putting me into the ministry whatever ministry it is there are graduations in ministry but begin where you are lift up your voice in prayer Lord, enable me, enable me to do ministry, enable me to do ministry, enable me to be, do ministry, let me, help me to be faithful, help me to be faithful as you have counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry, ma duri kapa lote kerikatas, malula anda kari brondele bedisi katoriala, Labranda Labadose Kapaya Karikata 
Mayejuma Amerade, Mayejuma Amerade Kapandala. Lord, let your spirit envelop us. Let your spirit overwhelm us. Let your spirit continually speak to us. Touch our hearts, O oh God. Touch our hearts, O oh God. Touch our hearts, O oh God. Touch my heart. 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 Use me, Lord. Use me for your work, O oh God. Bring me understanding by your inspiration. Lord, let your spirit be upon me, even the spirit of the Lord. And God, in wisdom and in understanding, bring me to the place of labor, the place of ministry and service in the house of the Lord, that I will be a servant of yours in this temple, in my generation I will take up my opportunity and I will utilize my opportunity and I will serve in this household and I will serve in this vineyard to your praise and to your glory thank you Holy Spirit talk to God Talk to God, talk to God, talk to God, talk to God. God, make me available. Help me to make time for your kingdom work. Help me to learn how to do this. Make me teachable. Let me submit myself. Ask the necessary questions. Attach myself to someone who is doing well. And help me, oh God, to connect and learn and do better by myself. Oh Lord, help me. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. I surrender all. I surrender. I surrender. I surrender. Blessed Savior. Blessed Savior, I surrender all. We want to pray one more time. He said, God, make me a keeper in your house that I will keep souls. In, in, in John's writing, he said, fruits that remain, fruits that remain. In John 15, 16, that we will bear fruit and that our fruit will remain. 
Let's pray the prayer that reconciles. The prayer that makes people be grounded and to, and to, and to become fruits that remain. May God, by your prayer tonight, make you a keeper. Lift up your voice in prayer. Lift up your voice in prayer. God, anoint you to be a keeper. That anyone around you will become solid in the house of God. God, anoint us to be keepers in the house. To be keepers in your church. To be keepers, oh God. To keep the flock of God committed into our hands. Keep, oh God, that in the last days we, when our Lord appears, he will commit unto us the crown, the crown that befits that kind of work that we do. Oh Lord, help us. Help us. Help us to do the work for the crown that you give up, crown of glory that will come upon those who will keep those that you are committed into our hands. Help us, oh God, that we will not be about ourselves uh, that we will not live only for us and for our household that we will live for the kingdom for for me to live is Christ for me to live is not about me for me to live is Christ 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 Help me sing it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's a heavenly call. Not necessarily to put aside what you do, but whilst you're doing what you're doing, 
serve God as a man. That is the assignment of a life for me to live is Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Find a man in his house. Put your hand on him. Arrest somebody. Take their time. Holy Spirit, we yield unto you, Spirit of the living God. We yield unto you, Spirit of the living God. In the time like this, is the time to make a commitment. If you let the burden lift, it will be difficult for you. From the lips or from the hearts, open your mouth and make a commitment to God. Talk to God. Make a commitment to God. Make a commitment from the understanding you carry. Make a commitment to be there to serve Yahweh in the house and do it right. That you won't faint. You won't faint. You will be faithful. You will prove your ministry. You won't faint. You will be faithful. So, Father, we come as sheep to the pasture but we never leave you the same draw us into your harvest O Lord of the harvest enlist us into your harvest that we will serve you for the rest of our lives for all the rest of our lives we will do your will and your will alone will wait too be glorified. I pray for you, every man in the house. I pray for your business to flourish. I pray that God will give you wisdom for business, wisdom for finances, that you will grow and grow in business and financially. Your financial status today will be more by the end of the year. Receive wisdom. Receive financial wisdom. Receive wisdom for your job. Wisdom that even when others are fired, are downsized, you will be retained and a better agreement will be entered into. But your company will fight to maintain you. I pray and I bless you with wisdom for relationship. That your marriage will work. Your family will work. Receive wisdom for health. Receive wisdom for health. Receive wisdom for health. Be blessed by God. Be a better man. Be a stronger man. Be a man who carries a burden in the house of God. Be a man God can depend on. In Jesus name. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Father, in Jesus' name, if there is any area on your body you have a pain or any concern, put your hand there. Let's trust the Holy Spirit, the quickening spirit. 
the Holy Spirit, the quickening spirit. In book of Acts, they pray that, that you will stretch forth your hand to heal. Holy Spirit, stretch your hand and touch. Anywhere there is a hand, touch with your healing touch. In the name of Jesus, touch. Any growth disappear. Any pain die. Any organ be rejuvenated. Receive a touch of healing. Receive a touch of healing. Receive a touch of the Holy Ghost. I pray that every ailment disappears, dissipates by the fire of the Holy Ghost. I bring divine protection over everyone in this house. Divine protection. Divine protection. Be protected by the fire of the Holy Ghost. Be protected by the standard of the Holy Ghost. That if the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit shall raise a standard. Be protected by the name of the Lord. And to which the righteous run into and they are saved. This year you shall be saved. From now to 2030 you shall be saved. You shall be saved until you reach your 90 and beyond. Be safe in life because you step into this house. Be, 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 be angels protected. Angels protected. Angels assigned to surround you and keep you safe. Bear you up on their wings. Lest you dash your foot against the stone. Be the blood of Jesus protected. That the blood of Jesus will speak life. And speak Passover over your life. There shall be no death on you. There shall be no accident on your path. Not on you, not in your house. Because you came. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. I said the Lord bless you. And the Lord keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine over you. And be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you. And surround you with his peace. In Jesus name. Somebody affirm it with a, with a believing amen. Put your hands together. Bless his name. Thank you.